If you aren't in the moment, you are either looking forward to uncertainty or back to pain and regret. Jim Carrey You're listening to an Insight Quote episode from EWS, where inspiration from iconic quotes is translated into practice. And wisdom can be embodied into one's life. Get ready to unpack essential principles and enjoy. And yes, an essential principle today for sure. This one will go kind of as a continuation from last week's IQ, where I distilled some good reasoning for leaving out the past and accept it, while oneself, as an athlete or as a coach, can focus on what is available to him in the present to create better outcomes from there on. For this IQ, in essence, we will reinforce the importance of bringing yourself back to the present moment so you can perform with wholeness and to your full potentialities. So, I'm insisting on this aspect of being present. Surely, I bet it's a thing you have already listened to and understood the gist of it. However, it's such a crucial element to efficiently work your sport practice that I feel it's never too much to transmit the idea and its goodness. In fact, it's not only me that find this characteristic of mindfulness to the present moment to be a key characteristic for any athlete to have. Other professionals in the field emphasize this fact, and several experts I've invited for EWS interviews have told me the same. I point out to one in particular that will hear in next Wednesday, which is the one with Dr. Tim Pinot, a mindfulness teacher and a clinical and sports psychologist who also has a podcast called Mindful Sport Performance. I invite you to listen to him and other leading researchers and coaches there and to our conversation, where we ramble upon topics like this one of mindfulness, on dealing with difficult emotions, on the intricacies of the autopilot mode and more. But back to Jim Carrey's quote. First, Jim. You may very well recognize him from several highly acclaimed movies, like Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind and The Truman Show. He's 59 years old and he's an uniquely charismatic actor. Well, I know I'm assembling these two words together, falling into a redundancy, but I'm fine with it. It's really how I decide to describe him quickly here as I find his charisma truly out of the ordinary. More so, he is a very spiritual person. Again, just a quick fleeting way to describe him to keep matters short here. Anyway, I shouldn't go forward without mentioning his most recent appearances as the protagonist of Won't You Be My Neighbor, a strong pedagogical series for youngsters and adults around awareness of emotions, how to live with them when they get rough and tough, and around education in general. The quote, again, if you aren't in the moment, you are either looking forward to uncertainty or back to pain and regret. Before decomposing it, I should say that obviously 
I don't agree with it 100% word by word. Simply because me, you, anyone can be looking back to the past, reflecting about something in any different way. Just remembering something pleasant, other good sensations, or any other episodes that aren't filled with pain or regret for sure. But that's all fine, and still, I appreciate the quote very much. Matter of fact is that Jim only said it to emphasize the facts I'm about to tell, I believe. And as a side note, I'll leave a link in the description for a speech that he gave, which includes this wisdom. Wait, excuse me, before you continue on for the episode, I will just ask you for a review. This is a common request, I know, and I imagine it can be tedious to do so, to divert now, and I am aware you as a listener just want to grow through. However, if you do so on Apple Podcasts or Podchaser, it makes an important contribution for EWS growth and for us to keep providing relevant contents for you to actualize your sports practice and mental game. And also for me to be able to continue to bring in great guests. Moreover, each month we randomly select their two winners to receive exclusive material that will assist them reaching their full sporting potential. Also, it is important for me to hear your feedback, so head over there please, the links are in the description as always alongside with the timestamps. See ya! Sure enough, this was given with a strong feeling and to inspire others. But either way, I chose this quote as I find it spot on, super applicable in sporting fields. Why is that? Because simply put, the only existing play is occurring in the present moment. You can only move yourself now. You can only decide now. We don't have a PlayStation controller to define our next move. Well, we could make a case here for the importance and the power of anticipation, that's true. Meaning with this that the best players have this ability of reading one move ahead and they are capable with that of adjusting according to the opponent's moves so their next own decision will bring more success. But even there, we are just looking at an extraordinary player which is super attuned to what's happening in the moment. And with this extreme knowledge and ability, gets able to make a successful move just next. Just like a master at chess predicts well some of the opponent's moves ahead of time. But that's just it. The player trained so much to be prepared, to be confident, to know his role on the field, to be creative. And that his mind with all of this, and body in some sense, get to be freer. While many basic processes are being taken care of automatically. And well, this characteristic of automaticity would be a whole other topic to unravel. However, I just want to reinforce this aspect. The player is completely focused. And to be completely focused, I would say, is to be mentally tough. And to be mentally tough is to be immune to getting distracted, to be centered on the match without thinking of past mistakes, to be always prepared and not be worried about what will happen, say, in the second half. In the end, to be totally immersed and present. I should open a parenthesis here, just to give two side notes on this. 
First, when I say that one should be present and not worry at all about what will happen next on the match or after the match, it's true. True in the sense that I agree and believe it's a good practice. However, this is not to dismiss that a player, a coach and the team should in fact pay attention to possible unwanted scenarios, to adapt, to prepare. But this is a process to have in prior trainings, at the half time or during timeouts. And the second thing is the fact that there are moments to reflect about one's moves, strategies, whatever. This is an important process to engage from time to time in training, to revisit one's techniques, to actualize and improve. But this is learning zone, moments to change and learn. This is not to be done on performance zone, moments to produce one's best efforts and not to be using energy anyway else than that. On a broader sense, as a former teacher of mine used to say, quote, a life not reflected doesn't deserve to be lived, and a life not lived doesn't deserve to be reflected upon. End quote. Even though this is easy to understand and to assimilate cognitively, it's hard sometimes to not be derailed or afflicted by mistakes or hardships during an athlete's career. I get it. There certainly are times where we get affected for something that went wrong or not so well, and then we get more insecure and start to look forward to the next match or the next place with an afflicting uncertainty. Well, what you just heard was something probably easy to understand. But to assimilate this or put it into practice is a harder task for sure. At EWS we aim to translate the theory and mental principles into practice the best way possible. But it all comes down to you. Take a moment to really reflect. Is this good for me? What can I do today to implement it? Again, the keyword practice. How can you translate this into practice? Practice it and go ahead. Keep enjoying the process of efficiently working sports. This can be somewhat normal to occur. However, we go back in touch again with that topic of rumination from last IQ. Does it really serve me in any way beneficial to be wondering and thinking and thinking about the mistake and getting engulfed, focused on this unease and lower confidence? You can get a hold on to those thoughts and state of mind. Still, this is easier said than done. And again, as we often recommend here at EWS, the work one-on-one -on -one with a psychologist can help to solve these kind of issues. I surely don't get tired of being an adept of psychotherapy, and to spread the word of awareness for what it can bring to a myriad of cases, with immense benefits. And just sticking to this sport realm for now, are you letting doubts conjure up in your head? Are you looking back to back and thinking when you should be performing? Are you getting regretful or ashamed and letting that affect your actual performance? Getting your movements more constricted, for example? This and several other obstacles and internal difficulties can make up an athlete to get into a suboptimal and less pleasant state of mind on the field. It's like 
going full throttle on a car while braking at the same time. Like putting both feet on both pedals and not moving forward as wished. And sometimes even worse, when it gets subconscious. It's like feeling that you're running at your full speed only to find out when you stop and look back that you had a parachute slowing you down. So, do you want to be looking back into pain? Do you want to be looking forward into anxious uncertainty? Or do you want solely to be in the moment? And this whole conversation also brings to mind the topic of perception in general. That we go through life with certain filters. Once we have conscious of them, others we do not. As Jim also reminds, our eyes are like projectors. Not only viewers picking up a plain reality. From there, we construe scripts, like second stories running over the pictures going in front of us. And without getting too detailed or theoretical here, often fear plays a role in this, constricting our actions and filtering our perceptions, mainly for worse or for less rich than they can be. Hey you, athlete, student or worker of some kind, we want to know real cases. So tell us, from what you've heard, what have you been missing out? What is one idea that popped into your mind while listening? Feel free to share in the comments so we can assist you further. See ya! Fear often plays into your practices as a sportsman or woman, I believe. You can get mindlessly entangled imagining ghosts, also known as the worst-case scenarios and blocks in performances worrying about the future, but you can get a hold onto it and somewhat decide how much of a role it will have, this fear. Again, a more internal work, psychotherapy can be a great tool here. Continuing further and adding on with another saying from Jim Carrey, he tells us, quote, my soul is not contained within the limits of my body. My body is constrained within the limitlessness of my soul. End quote. And well, without getting too deep or spiritual with this, as we could do, we can just look at this idea from the perspective of potential development in sports. Like the soul here to be equivalent to the potential in sporting abilities. I mean, instead of having a fixed perspective that my body can't reach better performances, I must believe that my effort and work strategies can build up my body and skills. So to wrap this piece up, what you can express and ultimately achieve is not constrained by what your body currently can do. Your body is at the mercy of the limitless of your potential, your soul. And to end this IQ, this is getting long, that's what happens when we start to speak about essential elements for efficiently work sport. Anyways, again, despite a myriad of cognitive techniques or others I could present here, and debates we could enter here also, it all comes down to what's happening in the present moment. It's all you have. What will ever be is what's happening here. How much easier would it be if you could relax just from this assertion and accept the intrinsic factor 
of uncertainty that life brings to us. I'd like to leave you with another quote from Jim Carrey before signing off that interconnects with this theme that I brought and represents very much what he says is a mission in his life, which is to help people getting free from constrangements. He says, So many of us choose our path out of fear, disguised as practicality. This would give space to a whole new IQ, I know. But just to underline here, I want to leave you with this message. Embrace what's difficult. Good wise gems of knowledge can come when you face hard challenges. Don't always go for this practicality, also known often as what's easier. You grow when you embrace and go through some fears in appropriate times. Still, on the other hand, keep in mind, as Jim concludes, you have two options, love or fear. Choose love. And don't ever let fear turn you against your playful heart. Take care and keep enjoying the process of efficiently working sports. We hope these messages got across well to assist you in efficiently work in your sport. For more information, go to ewsport.eu and get in touch with expert interviews and other types of posts.